yoga doesn't eliminate suffering from our lives, but it increases our capacity to endure that suffering. Welcome to Hope Peace Together, a podcast by Mosaics of Mercy. This is a show about mental health struggles and insights about how to overcome them through personal stories and professional insight. Welcome to the Hope Peace Together podcast. I'm Stephanie Skipworth, the Operations and Development Manager at Mosaics of Mercy, and today I will be your guest host. I have with me Morgan Darty, who is a Yoga Alliance RYT500 certified yoga teacher and a certified personal trainer. Morgan took her first yoga class in 2005 and felt immediately like she had found something she'd been seeking. She is a Yoga 4 cancer trained teacher and a certified trauma-informed yoga instructor as well. Morgan is also a certified mindful resilience teacher with Veterans Yoga Project, specializing in working with veterans who are recovering from stress-related mental health challenges. And that's kind of what we will be talking about today with her. So to begin, Morgan, welcome. And can you give us a little bit about how you got involved with the veteran community to begin with? Sure. Thank you for having me. So it's kind of a long, drawn-out story how I ended up working with veterans. So I started teaching yoga, and I knew I wanted to help people with it. It changed my life immensely. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I needed to angle that moving forward to help different communities. I wasn't sure initially which community. And so I started with working with people who were going through cancer treatments or were dealing with the after effects or even PTSD from various cancer treatments. And I did that for a little while. I worked with sexual trauma survivors for a while. So various different communities. My husband is a veteran with a PTSD diagnosis. And I come from a line of veterans. My grandfather was a tail gunner and my brother-in-law was in the army. So one of my teachers, her name was Karen. She said to me, have you ever thought about the Veterans Yoga Project? And at the time I hadn't heard of it. And so I went online and as soon as I pulled up the website, the gentleman that was like in Warrior 2 on the website was a guy I used to perform with. No way. Who I'm still so in contact very with. Cool. Yeah. So I just reached out to him. I was like, this yeah. is so bizarre. And he said, listen, if you'll go through the training, I'll come down and help yeah. facilitate it. So his name is Cesar Barajas, incredible human. But yeah, he came down and I did the training and it just is a group that I have really been able to resonate with. There is a a sense of humor and a lightness to them that just makes my job very easy. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And all in the family. Yes. (laughs) And so a little more about what is Veterans Yoga Project. Right. So Veterans Yoga Project is a nonprofit organization and we work to offer mindful resilience techniques to veterans. So a lot of times when we think about yoga, we're just thinking about the movement practice, but there's a lot more to it, which is sort of why they call it mindful resilience. So not only working through the asana or the movement practice, but we're also focused on breath work and mindfulness. So just becoming aware of the body. We practice an attitude of gratitude, which we have found is super helpful, moving people forward to this space of hopefulness, knowing that there is a lot to be grateful for, even when things seem really difficult. BYP trains teachers. That's the biggest focus at this juncture because so many of the different branches of the military are now starting to integrate yoga. So a lot of that aspect of our job has sort of become lighter. And so the focus has become more in training teachers to work with this 
specific population. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I've done some yoga classes before. There's definitely a difference between the ones where you're just going through the movement right. and the ones that get a little deeper than that. Right. You know, I remember it always pops up a Facebook memory. <laughs> one time I was in South Florida and took a yoga class and it was one of the first ones I've ever done, but the first of that kind for sure. Right. And the Facebook status always comes up because it's like, oh my gosh, I am changed, <laughs> right. you know? And I'm like, yeah. I by no means am a yoga person right. at all, but I have been through that experience. It is something deeper. You do kind of go through a transformation and kind of unlock some stuff in there. So that's very cool. So then mindful resilience. So you said a little bit about an attitude of gratitude. Um, So what does that class really look like if someone was to show up for the first time? Right. So in mindful resilience, like I said, there's sort of a set of principles that we sort of go through as we do a yoga class. And like you said, there's lots of different styles. So there are yoga classes that you'll move so quickly, you feel like, my gosh, and it's a very right physical yeah. practice. Or you have practices where you're basically laying down the entire time. Both are yoga, yeah. right? So we always tell people, try five different classes, try five different teachers, see what vibes. But the principle stays the same. So you're focused on the breath work, you're focused on meditation, the mindful movement, guided rest, and then your attitude of gratitude. And so trauma-informed yoga, which is what we sort of teach, is a little bit different from regular yoga. There are some principles that we focus on, and the key components would be safety, trust, control, and choice. And so part of that is when it comes to safety is sort of setting up the room in a way that the people that come to class can now just focus on their practice rather than having to be worried about who's coming in the room or what is that noise back there. And we're dealing with post-traumatic stress or people who have dysregulated nervous systems. It's really important for them to sort of know what's coming and what could happen around them. So setting up that environment where they don't have to be surprised by things that may happen. Trust and that's sort of something that comes with time as with anything. So trusting your teacher, trusting the students around you, feeling comfortable that you can sort of open up and be in this space where you feel comfortable to let go and release and practice with the people around you. Control and and choice sort of go hand in hand. And they've always been the most important parts of yoga for me. And it's this really this idea of, of autonomy that your body is yours, always has been, always will be. And so everything that I say in the class, right, is a suggestion. And we leave it to the students to sort of make decisions that make the most sense in their bodies. And you know, dealing with veterans, we get all kinds of interesting things that come yeah. through. We may be missing limbs. We may have to do the whole practice in a chair. So it's really just providing this space. We call it holding space for people to practice in the way that makes the most sense for them. So it's not mandatory you do anything, right? Yeah. Except breathe. <laughs> I mean, I can see how that aspect of control over their own body, especially after a lifetime of service, could be a big struggle for some people. Right. Well, and that's really what trauma does is mm. it disempowers us. And so giving this practice and people the ability to say, oh, I am in control of this thing, of my body, of this practice. Like, I have control of that. It creates that power that has been taken away. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Warrior Church. So for people who might not have ever heard of Warrior Church, what is it? And then kind of what is your role there? Okay, sure. So I came to Warrior Church through one of my friends who is a yoga teacher. And she was teaching this population, but I had been through the training. So she came to me and she was like, I just feel like you would understand all this much better (laughs) than I would. So I sort of stepped in and I have to say I've never come into a community where I instantly felt more welcome or seen. It's just a very real 
place where people can come and be themselves. It's a community within St. Isidore's Episcopal Church. It's led by Reverend Sean Steele. And so the group does this beautiful thing where they integrate worship with movement. Every other Sunday is different. So one Sunday they'll do yoga and another Sunday we do conditioning. I was leading both for a while, but then a lovely gentleman named Dylan stepped in. Now he's leading conditioning and I do yoga Sundays. I said once that I've never felt Jesus more than I have being in that room with Mm -hmm. those people. It's not just veterans. It's open to everybody, their families, just anybody who wanders in and feels like this sort of church resonates with them. But everyone can come in and there's community and they share and it's very raw and very real. And then you get a chance to move through a practice of some sort and then they'll go back and, and finish what they were doing. So it just has become a really beautiful part of my week. So we first saw it. Um, we went to the Harvest Kitchen nice. when it first opened and ate, and they gave us a tour around. Mm-hmm. And I'm married to a bodybuilder and a nice. personal trainer. So I'm like, what is it? Like, this is actually some good equipment back There's here. There's a gym you know? in here. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? And so that's kind of how we came about finding you. And I, I mean, I agree that that kind of setting is just so great for trauma. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so great for people who kind of feel out of place in right. other environments. I think it does open up a door to a sect of the population that a lot of people do deal with trauma with exercise, mm-hmm. you know, so working in the bodybuilding community, as my husband's a coach as well, like we see a lot of it, you right, know, right. a lot of like, hey, you should also be going to therapy, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> like the gym is great, you yeah. know, it's great to put your addictions into something healthy, it's great to deal with stress that way. Absolutely. But I think the combination of those two is just a is a good match. I was always really appreciative to Sean, being very open minded, because I feel like there are a lot of churches that sort of are resistant to integrating the practice of yoga. Mm -hmm. There's a misconception that yoga is affiliated with a religion or is a religion, Mm -hmm. and it really isn't. I always tell people yoga is a practice, kind of like prayer is a practice. So Christians aren't the only ones that use prayer, right? And so you can really use yoga however you want or you like. And so I really appreciate that the willingness to bring it in, knowing Mm -hmm. that this is a population that it really benefits and really resonates with. So it's been kind of a really beautiful combination. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Okay. And then just what impact have you seen directly that yoga and exercises had for veterans? It has been the most fun and interesting thing to sort of watch the transformation. So many of these guys will start with me at Camp Hope, okay. um, which is another place that I teach and it's sort of a like a inpatient housing for yeah. veterans who are experiencing difficulties with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury. And they stay for anywhere between six and nine months. And then once they transition out, a lot of them will stay with us through Warrior Church or whatever the case may be. So I have this opportunity to sort of watch them grow and change. There have been so many studies that show sort of the benefits of yoga on people you know, suffering from trauma or trauma-related stress. And it's this ability to sort of downshift the nervous system from this place of fight or flight to now call it rest and digest, this ability to just calm down. And when I start teaching the guys, I sort of, because Camp Hope is a chaotic place. And so (laughs) while you're teaching, there's people coming in and out and, you know, people moving around, calling out for people during class. And so I always sort of tell them, if you can learn to regulate, if you can learn to practice in this space, you can do it anywhere. And so it's giving them the tools to get out and go, okay, you know, I'm experiencing this moment of pure chaos. How can I 
calm me. Mm-hmm. And so I had one of my students after, you know, we probably practiced together for about six months at this point. And I remember I'll go through these phases. And I think everybody does when you deal in nonprofit thinking, what I'm doing doesn't make a difference, right? Like, I'm just wasting my time. And I remember being in kind of one of those places and one of the guys came up to me and he said, I just have to thank you. He said, I had been unable to sleep and the anger within me was just becoming so much I couldn't take it. And the medicine wasn't working and the talking wasn't working. And he said, I really just sat down the other day and I just did that breath work that you taught me. And he goes, and I felt just this moment of clarity and of peace and of calm. And I said, that's it. That's the gift, you know? So use that, keep that going. And so over and over again, I just find if nothing else, this settling back into their bodies and, and finding this place where they can move forward and be productive in yeah. normal life with their families. And, and that, I mean, that's such a necessary tool. And, and when you're talking about them doing yoga and camp hope, it reminded me a oh, totally different environment, but preschool, my sure. kid went to a preschool where they involved yoga. And I mean, we did see a difference. Like imagine it's the same setting. There's chaos all around you and right. you want to join the chaos Absolutely. and things are coming in and out and to be able to regulate yourself. I mean, it's such a useful tool that a lot of people, trauma takes that away from them mm-hmm. or just like takes it away from them, you know, so to give that back, it's pretty awesome. Right. Well, and this is a population that I mean, going back to when you asked me why, you know, I feel like a lot of the other populations that I worked with, there were so many resources, there were so many different organizations willing to help and veterans, I found more than any of the other populations, there just wasn't the availability. And, you know, we send these guys off to fight for our country and defend us and see these things that can be horrific and life changing. And then they come back and, you know, we're just like, all right, good yeah. luck. <laughs> go go, down go the be street, normal. Yeah. Right. So it's giving them these tools to go, okay, you know, I don't know where this is coming from and I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I know I have these tools available to me to bring it back down so that I don't, you know, explode on yeah, my family and awesome. my friends. And yeah, it is an amazing population. I think anybody who's worked with veterans and mm-hmm. they're amazing people who have done amazing things and, and it's great to let them be themselves again, Absolutely. you know, to give them some of that control back. Okay. So then our next question is how do veterans get in touch with you? Like where are all the places that they can access this? and just how do we get these resources to them? Sure. So I just want to start by if anyone's listening who is interested in becoming a teacher, it's very needed at this juncture, especially in Houston. So I am currently the only Veterans Yoga Project certified teacher who is hosting classes in the city of Houston. And so that's not enough. (laughs) So the requirement is that you are a 200 hour teacher at a minimum to go through the certification process, but they also host their own teacher trainings. So be worth checking out. So their website is veteransyogaproject.org. And so you can also, if you're just interested in classes, you can go online there. They have their own YouTube channel. So lots of online classes available in every different, you know, everything from chair yoga, gentle to a more vigorous practice. It's all there. If you're looking for online classes, you can go in and type in your state or your zip code and a bunch of classes will pop up in that area. So we're available nationwide. Okay. So anywhere that you think you might be interested, it yeah. should be there. So veteransyogaproject.org. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram at okay. mo.fitness and you can always reach out to me there. And I okay. do my best. We don't have a lot of 
public classes available. Camp Hope is a closed practice, but Warrior Church that happens every Sunday at 8 a.m. is open to the public. And we're looking at starting something at my gym, hopefully soon. So I own a gym in Tomball called True Form Gym. And we're looking at maybe starting a class there as well because I've had so many people reach out from the VA looking for class and I want to be able to give that to them. So so look for that maybe soon as well. We like to leave our listeners with a piece of hope every time we do one of these podcasts. So that can be a quote, a story, and just something to spread a little hope out there. So is there anything you'd like to share? Yeah. So I'll share a quote. I share it regularly in my classes with my students. It was from my teacher, Karen. And she said that yoga doesn't eliminate suffering from our lives, but it increases our capacity to endure that suffering. Um, And so I think a lot of times we come to yoga, we come to this practice thinking, if I just start doing this, I'm never going to feel anxious or angry. It's the pill that's going to fix Right. It's going to fix everything. And it doesn't. But it does give you the tools to move through those things that you don't have to stay stuck in these places of desperation and anger. And you can move through them. You can move past all this. Um, So it's just that idea of hopefulness that you're not the things that happen to you. Right. And that we can move forward. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what as Mosaics of Mercy, we're finding beauty and brokenness. That's Mm -hmm. a big part of what we do. And, and we do collect those tools for people. And, you know, we provide those resources. So I think this is just another awesome tool to have in the toolkit for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. Yeah.